I'm going to start this one. Thank you guys for tuning in, of course, to the Button Roach. Thank all you folks for coming back and uh, being here with us once again. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know, honestly, if you're listening on Spotify or you're listening to the 24-7 you know, live stream on if YouTube. If you're on Google, if you're on uh, <clears throat> iTunes, we, we don't know where you are. But wherever you are, thank you because you're, you're taking time out to be with us. And this is why we do this. And you're taking time to listen to two degenerates, you know, get some of their thoughts out, man. You know. So I told you that this, we we wasn't going to come into this one with a topic. We weren't. We were, this is certainly going to go completely off the rails. But you say you wanted to go off the rails. And I told you, I saw this meme earlier. And uh, I was like, you know, you know, I'll show you the meme and you tell me. And you were like, let's do this. So this is gonna what we're saying this is gonna be off the rails part four. We know this is gonna go completely rambling off the rails, man. But do you want me to read the meme? First, out? yeah, first you need All to right. read the meme. <coughs> not gonna say who it was, but this is the meme. Uh this is by it appears to be a female. I'm not gonna say her handle, but it was reshared by someone. And it says, I feel like women wanting to be posted has less to do with social media and more with wanting to be loved out loud slash shown off. Some men fail to understand that. And then she continued, like it costs you nothing to make your partner feel like you're proud to have them, even if it's not important or that deep to you. And she has important and that deep in uh, quotations. Y'all spend more time complaining or arguing than just doing it and making your partner happy. <sighs> Sorry. So. You know me. You know, I can't say you know everything. But I know enough. You know enough. I know enough. And especially when it comes to my situation at home. For the people listening, at the time of this recording, I'm going on 10 years married. 10 years. And I love when, you know, I, that's why I miss my sister, Angie. Shout out to Angie. Rest in peace. Shout out to Angie, man. Because I remember the time that I told Angie, I said, you know, me and Brenna are going to be six years married. And she said, six years what? Figure it out. Because all you are is on paper. And even though, like, we've survived enough bullshit. To even last that long on paper, especially knowing with, you know, what goes on today, people's expectations of relationships are insane. And Angie always just put it to me so clear. So for me, lately especially, I've been really analyzing where I stand and relationships across the board relationships aren't just who you're fucking it's like relationships yeah, are your relationships, friendships like personal relationships your, friendships like your with, relationships, with everybody your familial relationships you know the fact that i'm at a place in my life where i feel whether i'm right or wrong in the analysis of the situation that I'm in a position to even give that analysis to me is a blessing because most people don't even get that. 
most people are so caught up in the sauce, like lost in the sauce. You you so far gone that you don't even know that you have a choice. You don't even know that your life is a literal translation of all your decisions. So you just hate everybody else and just keep making bad decisions. <laughs> like, so uh, I, d- I want to chime in here where it comes to that meme. Uh, and also, like you said, with this, uh, I don't know what it is with today's uh, belief in what relationships should be. Um, I just went back to my social media. I, I went to my Instagram. And you can see plenty of pictures with me and my girlfriend here. So there, 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 there's that. Um, but when people say that, like, I, I, I never got that. Like, post me, like, like post, like, you have your own social media page, right? Why do you need this person? I've, I've always, I've always felt like that. Like, uh, you know, I love you. You know, I talk to people about, you know, people know who you are. Like, I don't take many pictures of myself. So unless we take these pictures together and while somewhere we want to show, hey, we're out here. Like, you know. I, I don't take many pictures like we like we're usually and you know it's crazy usually when we're out we're out with groups and we end up taking group pictures like me and my girl but like like I, I like i'm glad she's never been like that i've never really dated anyone like that that was like to that level uh i don't know man i, 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 I even let's talk about the relationships with people that you have that you're not dating like the same applies. Now I I put it like this, man, because yeah, you know, you know, me and my brother used to have a uh, a pretty big disagreement about the uh, about him and my memes. You know, I used to be like, yo, yeah, he wanted credit. Yeah, like I was like, I want credit, man. Like, yo, I send a lot of memes, bro, that you repost and you give me zero. <laughs> I told him you give me zero credit. I was like, you be reposting some other people's whack shit, bro, and tagging him in it. I was and like, we've you be spoken about this at. 219 Central Avenue, First Live Studios. We're you know, we have the clips up. Just got to find them. But this was the conversation that... We, we had know, this conversation yeah, live on air. And I was like, yo, like, you, you, like you, I, I did that. So, I, like, I, I'm not going to say that I'm completely absolved of being in this. Because I've been the one, like, yo, give me credit. Like, give me my, give me my just do. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if I post a picture with people, I let them tag themselves. Like, that's not that's one thing I don't do. I don't, like, really search out people to tag them. Like if you want to tag, if you want to be tagged in a photo I posted, you'll be tagging yourself. So let me ask you this: You've dealt with both spectrums. You've dealt with strictly, you know, social media types of relationships, and you've dealt with really personal relationships. How do you react to the medium? To that point, that crossroad, that you reach. Where you have to deal with both situations. So where what you post on social media affects your personal life. I never had it like that. Uh, the, I've had uh, situations come up. I've seen things. I've had discussions with people over stuff that was posted that, you know, bothered me a bit. Um, but for the most part, no big real things. I've never had anything I've posted or said come back on me. Uh, at least not yet. Knock on wood. Uh you know, there are people that, you know, that might not be for much longer. You know what I'm saying? Some people might have recorded some old tweets, man. Some old some old Facebook shit I remember. You know, I've never put out any crazy stories like that. But, uh, you know, who, who, whoever really knows, man, especially in today's age where people wait for 
people to make mistakes is uh is is what you is realistic. Um but I've never been a part of it on Damn. where it was me. I've been like wrapped into it when other people were having fallouts and uh you know, actually no. I'm gonna walk that back. I did uh cause a fallout and I'm talking MySpace era. So this is how long ago this is. Uh <laughs> And uh, MySpace, MySpace, man. I'm I'm not gonna get too deep Shout into out to details. Tom. Shout out to my homie Tom, man. Everybody's homie Tom, man. God damn. Who taught us HTML, man? You know what I mean? It was Pe- so. It was so. People thought it was so like demonic, but it was so innocent. But he really opened the door. Yeah, he because opened the door I, during the time that we really. But had, even like, doors MySpace. were open for him prior to that, and of he course. he really MySpace was the first really global mainstream social media like that, and then came Zuckerberg and company, when and then we everything had as MySpace, a result after that. I was dating a girl that went to uh, St. John's, and she had a Facebook because at that point it was only for colleges. It was only for colleges. And I felt cheap. I felt like, ugh, like I can't be a part of that. I did, yo, I honestly never heard about it for a while. And even after a while, I saw people with Facebooks for a minute. I, I was on, I, I was on MySpace for a while before I realized, damn, everybody's on Facebook. Everybody kept telling me the few people that were still on MySpace were like, yo, so MySpace is dead, son. <laughs> Come to Facebook, and I, I think you were the last one to convince me. He's like, so it's, it's, it's over over here, man. You were the one who convinced me, I feel like, to make a Facebook page, man. And it's... Ah, oh, man, it's... All, but even before MySpace, Mi Gente, like, Black, I, I didn't Black really Planet. Have Mi Gente page. I didn't have a Black Planet page. Like, I, I remember... Yeah, because you like white girls. Nah, <laughs> but... First off, racist. Second off, wrong. Highly wrong, man. Like I, I get tired uh, of people nah, saying that, man. I get real tired of people saying that. I like nah, all girls. No, because it's just because my wife. I'm wrong. I'm wrong because I, now that I'm digging into your like ex archives, I see what it is. But you've always had an infatuation. I mean, you see, you try to, you know, we're gonna, you know, like I said, we're gonna go off the rails here. We're gonna be all over the place. We're gonna bounce it back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to bring up Britney Spears. No, no, no. All right. I think that if we really want to get off the rails, like let's just go off the rails, bro. Let's we have, we we let's stop with yeah, the man. pretentious borders. I mean, like, like we yeah, know it's coming. Let's not force it. It's whatever. Let's it just talk. If Joe Rogan could talk, we could talk. I uh, but let let me just say, I saw this coming. I got a song called "I Seen It Coming," <laughs> and. Boy, did I see this coming. Yeah. And I knew when I saw it coming. When I didn't have you around for summers. It was only two weeks, bro. And I, like I said, bro, you know, every time I check IDs and I see a New Hampshire ID, hard is not to tell people, hey, man, I'd love the New Hampshire. Like, man, I, have to, I have to break that out. Like, and it gets real hard, man. I'm just, I get that many New Hampshire IDs. But, yo, it was a wonderful place, man. I enjoyed it. Uh, the things I learned up there. It's one of the places I loved watching We're talking baseball. about the Fresh Air Fund. Fresh Air Fund. I loved watching baseball and, you know, playing it, man. But up there. Does uh, that still exist? I believe so, if I'm being honest. Let me Google it right now. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting on my map. Uh, let me type that in and Google. Actually, let me Imagine just use my phone. Imagine we become like an advocate. 
Like I loved it, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure. With I would love to of, be bro, involved with it if I can go live with another family for yeah, two yeah, weeks. Yeah, 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 you're too old for that. I'll I'll get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> Uh, it is still. Hey bro, I need a vacation every day. Wait, let's see. Fresh air fund. You know, I, I just chalk it up to the terrible twos. My daughter's gonna be three in December. But these terrible twos. I believe up so. To name, man. I believe it is still a thing, man. Summers from virtual fresh air. I think they just have camps in the city now. I don't know. I gotta read through this. It is still a thing, but I have to read through it. It's you don't think that like, we can get involved on a certain level? I don't know, man. Possibly, you know, become advocates for it. Because we can't. I, I can't. <laughs> no, no, no. no, I can as well. Because I chalk up you being who you are today by what you experienced as a child. What, being diversified? And the fact that you were diversified. I mean, I think I, you I honestly become, think my mom knew what she was doing. Bro, she it, makes the you, joke. It, uh, imagine think, you didn't go through that. We couldn't have Bud and Roach. Imagine I didn't date girls that lived in other states. We couldn't have Bud and Roach. We would have both been just two people that were stuck. But I the don't fact think that, so. No, I no, think no, no. our personalities would have carried us somewhere. Um, I think still we would have experienced other aspects All we of are life. is an I don't accumulation know at, of our experiences, listen, bro. I don't know if it would have happened as early as it would have, as it did for us. But I believe that it still would have happened. Um, yeah, but... With that, with that being said, what though, happened, I'm not going to discount. What, listen what, to me. But, but listen, what happened, happened in conjunction with each other's stories. So... We happened simultaneously. While you were going through what you were going through, I was going through what I was going through. Yeah, it would have happened eventually anyways because we would have been adults. We would have experienced these things anyways. But the fact that we grew up at the same time, even being the same uh, in, in the same place, different grades. So when we went out into public, we were separated. But imagine me and you were in the same classes. Imagine we had the same teachers. I don't. Uh, same time. You want me to be honest with you? I don't think Miss Silvers could have handled me, you and Nook at the same like, time. Bro, like, bro, we, we, come on. I don't Imagine so. Bud and Roach started when we was uh, fucking it 10 years old. We would have known what we could have did, man. I mean, but listen, when it comes to, like, I, I think, like I want to say, I think my mom knew what she was doing more than she leads on by sending us up there. Because, like I said, man, my, my sister, the family she went to, the guy became a fucking ambassador under fucking W. And then the family my my brother went to, the dad, he's a current fucking, uh, he's a current congressman or assemblyman, a state, either, I don't know if he's a state assemblyman or a congressman, one of those two. He's either in the state legislator or he's the ones from like the state that go to, con like down there. Well, I, l let me just, let me just say this. I love the people that, I knew growing up, everybody on the block, whether you came out to the yard or not, like for some reason we were born into a place where the yard was shared with everyone in this perfect like vicinity. Like the way they structured our yard is different from a lot of people's yards. 
I mean, like people didn't believe we had a backyard. Like it's not it's not a backyard in the sense of what people would believe, but we did have a backyard to grow up and play in that we got to play sports and scrape our knees. We played almost we played basketball, football, baseball, you know. We 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 we, we played, you know, tag, man. And we did it together, you know. It was a we even, even you know, to the point even where, before, you know, when, when, even when it got to the wrestling point. Even when I was gonna say before you go to that, just let me say this: we didn't know it when they would always ask us. You know, there was a question we were always asked in school, and it was, "What's a community?" And we didn't know we lived in a community. We lived in it. We knew all right. We lived in a community, but we didn't know we were living, growing up, experiencing the community. Because look at how many of those people. I right, even though we all don't still stay in contact to some degree, at least one of us is in contact with at least one other person from that era back in that time. Some of us more so with others, others more so with others than some. But to some degree or extent, and when or when anything happens to anyone, like you see it like the outpouring of support. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we didn't know exactly what a community was. And we, like we grew up in a, and it wasn't the greatest. We didn't have the greatest everything, but we had each other. And how many times did other blocks come over there and it was like, nah, nah, not here. How many times? You out there for a few. Like, it was it was one thing. And I've seen it, it. It was one thing for us to bicker, argue with each other, get into scraps, but nobody else was coming over there and getting into bickering and scraps with other people. Like, no, not, not here. It you was do like, that on your block. It was like the Bundys. Where the Bundys, everybody, you know, was always at each other's throats. Until somebody that wasn't a Bundy was at a Bundy's throat. I've been there when other blocks. I remember, yo. I gotta take my hat off. Of this. <laughs> oh God, I know what you're about to tell. Uh, can I? Can I? Can I wait? Can I guess the story you're about to tell? Guess. Is it the one where Fuckos family? Was nope. out there? Nope. Oh, God, no. Nope. All right, so nope. I thought you were about to tell a story. When, all right, go ahead. Tell a story you're going to tell. Because it was... We got to... I'm going to tag him in this. I remember... It was towards Halloween. And in the backyard, right by the park, you know, in that area where the, you know, basketball court used to be and all that shit, by the benches... There was a sewer hole. This nigga Julio hiding the eggs in the old with the manhole that came up. So we was hiding the eggs in the manhole. I remember being out there when I don't know what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> this shit is crazy. I don't know what the fuck we was talking about. Everybody was just out there sitting down talking to each other. And I look to my left, and I see somebody with the scream mask. I look to my right, I see somebody with a scream mask. I look in front of me, I see other niggas with a scream mask. And I look at Julio, and I say, get out of here. (laughs) Bro, they came and lit up the whole shit. All the Christians building, Julio's building, all that shit on the side, bro. We ran inside. We ran inside, and all you heard was, 
it, it sounded like gunshots. Nah, Eggs nah. are hard, bro. Now I'm gonna tell you right now. That's a distinctly different sound. It, it hit in the building. You were hearing those the shell shatter and it being them throwing so many. But those are distinctly different sounds. Yo, I'll tell you and that shit, man. I can't remember what you, I was gonna say, man. Cause you said it. What, did, what was I bringing up? Fuck, man. I mean, I was talking about. Oh, somebody coming <laughs> on the block. So this is one I'll tell you about, and I'm not gonna name names, but the the two I was talking about earlier, who was always with a uh, with a. Uh, oh. So they was out there one day. <laughs> they was throwing like a. They're throwing so like we, a backyard we need, barbecue. We need, we need video. We for do. This. We do. <laughs> Like they was throwing like That's a nice. backyard, they they was throwing like a backyard barbecue, right? And they had like it was, uh, her little sisters and her friends. They was all out there, and I remember we was down there having some fun. We had played a, uh, we had played a, uh, a football game before that, before they even set up, before everybody got there. And then it was like, oh, just chill, hang out. People gonna be around. We were just chilling. Like I was out there chilling with Nook and shit. We was just chilling in the cut. Uh, you know, Tommy was around. Everybody, everybody from the hood at that time. We was young. I was like, I had to put maybe 15, 16 tops. It was, you know, basketball season was over. It was like early April. It was like early spring, son. So, you know, family. And, you know, his <laughs> his his cousins. His cousins. You remember them. Uh, the, the, was it three or four? I, lo- I love how me and you have this we whole have language. How we have that. But you remember you remember his cousins, the three boys and the girl. that yeah. they, were, they were down there for a bit, right? So one day, I don't know where they came from. They did something with their dad or some bullshit, and then they came to the yard. I guess they peeped me, and these motherfuckers all had on fatigues. They being weird as shit, like like crawling through the grass. Like like I could see, I saw y'all come through, and then I see y'all here. So I don't know what happened, but like they got into it with like some other kids. I told them, yo, just go back down there, stop it, don't don't get into it. I don't know what they went down there and said to their mom's at the time boyfriend and he decided to come down there and he wanted to have words with big big homies uh and they put the beats on him like bad like i mean like i was down there and he's like yo you didn't do that like i know them and i don't know him that guy i know y'all i don't know him that good so you know that was it. He, I told y'all to leave it alone. I said, this is going to, no matter how it goes, they're going to lose. Like, the kids started beating them up. Their mom came out, tried to get into it. She got beat up by the two girls. Like, and I felt bad. And, like, the, the fucko asked me what happened. I told him. He was like, yo, why didn't you listen? I was like, nigga, you barely listen. You know what I'm saying? You think they're going to listen? Like, this is off the rails, right? This is all off the rails. But that shit, I, yo, I'll never forget. Like me, I doubt I, 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 I never got me and Nook weren't back there. We went to do something and we came back down from Nickabaca and Grove. And in that first clearance, is when we saw the fight. They were right there where that building is. Just some sun got worked. And, you know. Bro, I'm, I'm going to take this off the rails. Go. That was what I was trying to remember, though, bro. I never forget there, that. Shit. There was, there's this one memory that I have that always bothered me I remember I walked out of the building one day and you like rushed me and you were saying some shit I was like what the fuck you saying and then like somebody else came 
and then like a crowd came. You remember? Oh, uh, man. You, I don't do want to talk about that. No, I, I want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. That was... Niggas tried some sucker shit on me. Uh, and that's that. Like, I, I ran into that kid one, one other time. And as adults now, with the shit going on in the city, I'm not going to discuss it. You should... You know me. I know the shit niggas is into. We're going to leave it there. Just respect what I'm telling you right now and leave it there. If you trust me and trust what I'm telling you right now, leave it there. Because... Like we said, if we're doing this in the hood and we're doing it how we're doing it now, like anything come of it, of me speaking more of that, other shit's going to come of that. But, and but, you don't but, want that. Uh, like, then, uh, just listen. It was, all right, so what let, happened? Let, let me let me just. From your perspective, it, I, I me, don't remember what you, I, I know exactly what that, you're talking That's about. what I, I just want to talk about my perspective then. Because my perspective was just clouded. I just remember. You was angry. I didn't. I'll tell you. Right, so here's what happened. I went. I went. Uh, my freshman year of high school, Lorenzo had just left for boot camp. Uh, I went to go. Uh, I cut school. My last period. When I told you I used to cut last period when I first got to high school, I'd rather cut last period. It's easier than one. I went, got some Chinese food, caught the lunch special at Old Gate Spot. I'm walking back. Kid tries to snatch my food out my hand. Me being me, he snatched it. The bag ripped. And I still chased him. And I didn't realize. I didn't realize bag rippers fell all over the floor. I'm like, fuck it. I didn't realize I was being followed when I was walking back. And you said, I don't know what I said to you. I do remember you coming out and me going past you. I remember going past Fucko. Like, right there. He saw And I said something to me. Because he came back. Because he saw somebody following me. And him and his friends tried to follow me into the hallway. And tried to stick me up. Like, tried to rob me. Like, and like I was like, I'm not getting up. And I'm not getting jumped. So, niggas was right there expecting me to fight three niggas. And Mr. Charles came down, and, you know, once he got into his, you know, his, his accent and shit, niggas wasn't with it. But, like, I remember, like, telling <laughs> niggas, like, like at, that's the only time. You know Mr. Charles when he's. Second floor. He talks to us. He talks to us. We can understand what he's saying. But when he gets upset, he gets super. Yeah. And yeah. it comes out. And he, he said he peeped something was going on, and he saw it was me. And he just came down the stairs and see what's up. And he was but like, that, I think that's what I wanted to talk to you about is the fact that I didn't peep something was going on. I, yo, I, yo, dead ass, I had my keys. Like, if I was like, you, you hear these, and, but, you ever but, hear women say, listen, but, to me, but if you ever hear women say they have their keys in their hands and they're ready to deal with shit. Like, I had my key. I was like, one of y'all niggas is losing an eye. In my mind, I was saying somebody's losing an eye right now, and I'm going to claim self-defense. I was so... I was ready to, I was ready to take somebody's eye out. I was so green. We, we all were. We all were. Right now, that wouldn't happen to me. I was so green. And, I, I, you know, now that I think about it, it gets me angry because it was a situation that I could have done something. It happened. And I it was happened, so I green. Moved on. There were a lot of people on the block, nigga, that found out what happened after the fact. And they were upset. They were like, yo, like, we didn't know. And, like, niggas who saw it didn't know what was going on. I was like, hey, we didn't but know it, it was, was you. It what was, happened? But like, this, this, this is, I guess. <sighs> nigga, that was my first time without Lorenzo around for fucking no, safety this, net, this nigga. Is not, like, this is not about that. I feel like, like I remember a day 
always used to fuck with you. Like, we we always... Uh, we did shit to each other what all the, the fuck time. What the fuck are you man. thinking? First off, why does this Please don't cry. It sounds like you're about to start crying. Your eyes are watering. You want me to pause this? Let me just say this. No. Right, get it out. I look at you like Superman. And I remember the day, I remember I went to your crib one day and we was just arguing. I forgot what it was, probably a video game or something. (laughs) And as soon as you open the door, I punch you in your chest and you punch me in the side of my head. And I walked back home. <laughs> I said, this nigga punched me hard as hell. I ain't fucking with this nigga again. <laughs> I don't like nigga, him, people. This nigga's knuckles is made for this. So I tell people I don't like playing with the hands, man. I don't, I don't do it. And I always, I mean, my brother calls me little big brother. And I feel that way about you. Like, you're my little big brother. Like, even when we was early but in Roach, going out to these events, doing all this shit. And I'm out here feeling like Mr. Burns. Like some fragile fucking just, you know, a brain that just exists inside of a crippling body. And I see the way that you handle people that you were like a layer of protection i mean like you deal with situations that i can't deal with i know what i'm i know what i'm good at i hate to say nigga it's not something i'm happy to have like it's not a skill i'm happy to know or have bro it's just where i was where i worked for my adult life the environment i worked in for my adult life more than anything, bro. And I've been honest with everyone, man. When people talk about shit, or I've gotten honest with niggas that I've worked with, like with my brother, when we've had moments after shit, like at work or events or any, like talking with people I've worked with in that field, it's like, bro, anytime I've had to be in some of these situations, like the shit you talk about, you've seen me do, bro, my heart was jumping out of my chest every fucking time, man. There wasn't a single time I got into any of those things, you know, having to drag somebody out of a spot, having to deal with any of these issues, you know, it's end of the night having sun. Bravery, it's a, uh, it's I want to say different level of bravery. To, to, to an extent, but also a level of stupidity to put yourself in to, to put yourself in yeah, that position. Uh, bravery is stupidity. Uh, the same way that you feel it was stupid to do those things. I feel it was stupid for me to, you know, get on stage and p- think that people are going to worship me. Like we've all done these things to different degrees. And knowing you now and, 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 and like, you know, we, we've been friends for a long fucking time and we've had our falling outs. So when I see people falling out with each other, I think it's primitive. I'm like, you're dealing with that now? Like, you're dealing with shit I dealt with 10 years ago. It's like, why can't you get past that? Why can't you, like, listen it to the advice of people we who both have been there, bro? Not even that have been there, man. You have to want to get there for yourself, man. 
Because I told you how many people. You told me how many people told you. Like, even when you said niggas was telling you, like, in your ear, putting the battery in your back. And then other niggas was like, yo, it's been too long for y'all niggas. Y'all niggas grew up together, best friends next door. And I told you the people we knew who yeah, we Yeah, but even to. outside of us. Outside of us. Even, even outside of us. Think about what Nikki meant. And what means to this. I, I mean, think, you know. He, everybody that's he, not here, man. He, he, big Rich. You know, even the guys that we don't talk about. The guys we don't talk about. Yo, bro. Everybody. I, you know you know who they I They all have love here. I miss get naked every day. They all have love here. Like waiting there's not for a them. day. There's not but a day, bro. They are not ready to accept like the I love. T- like I've let you know, I interact with him on social media. It's just the, if the story's fire, I hit him with the fire. Yo, that's dope. Nigga, like it. Yo, that's it. As much as I, have. Yo, I see some. I want you to know. I see what you're doing, and I think that shit is fire. Y'all take another one. Yo, this is the second Sunday night I'm doing this shit, man. Worked all day. Last week Sunday, I went out for my brother's birthday, and we were out in the rain. That's number one. First, we were out in the goddamn rain, and we had we still had a good time uh, where he was at. This was an outdoor venue. Uh, we still had fun. Got pretty. We got pretty wasted, uh, and we were we were only supposed to go there and then go home. And as we were packing up to leave. My brother's best friend. Nah, we were in Astoria. My brother, yeah. The first spot we went to was in Astoria. And my brother's... This is, I I want this. I want us to be able to walk away from the mic. My brother... And keep recording. My brother's best friend, he, uh... He hit hit him up and he told me he was at a strip club not too far from there. And uh, he was like, yo, yeah, you want to come in? I can get y'all in. You know, y'all ain't got to get on your waiting line. And it's going to be a good time. You know, it's your birthday. I got you. So he was all like, fuck it. We're going to go. So we went. And we had a grand old time. Uh, One of my homies, I was like, yo, you know, I'm not really a strip club type of person. He was like, yo. He was like, you can't just get like, throw like three, four singles. Like, you got to get like, you got to get 20. You got to get like, bring out 50 or some shit. So, yo. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't do that like that. So he's like, yo, dig it. I got you. He handed me like 30 in singles. I was like, oh, I was going to go break a 20, though. He's like, yo, but still, take this. And he gave me like 30 in singles, bro, to throw. Like, I was like, yo, this shit's crazy. Like, I, ne- so, I uh, never, I ne- I didn't throw the whole 30. He was like, yo, yo you don't throw it all at once. We're like, I ain't bowling like that. When, what was the first strip club you ever went to? Oh, God, the first strip club I ever went to, I'll tell you right now, Um, if I'm being honest, oh, God, it was with Falco. Where? Fuck, it was on Queens Boulevard. Wiggles? Wiggles, that was the name of Wiggles. <laughs> Wiggles. And at first, the first bouncer didn't want to let us in because he tried to say one of the dudes we was with had on something too baggy. And, like, the other dude, like, I went, and this is even before I started doing security. I was like, yo, let me see if I can talk to him. I went to talk to the dude. I was like, yo, look at him. Like, like, this is my homie. Yo, yo, we used to call him White Mike. Like, we worked at, this we worked at Toys R Us. This was, like, three, four Mikes that worked. He was White Mike, you know, Mike from Bike. Uh, who, 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 White worked. Mike. And he's like, yo, like, come bike. on, bro. Like, like, look at him, bro. Like, he's a normal dude. He's ain't nothing bad. Like, those are the clothes he wears, man. Like, he don't know how to. And he's like, he's like, ah, yo, yeah, you know, I don't, he, he just, you know, he bugging or whatever. <laughs> he's like, yo, just, you know, you guys, you know, he's like, yo, do me a favor. He's like, yo, just pull you. He told me, you know, I never sagged my pants. I was like, yo, just pull your pants up a little for me. And then how your other man, one of my dudes was sagging his pants a bit. I was like, yo, pull your pants up. And in front of him, I was like, yo, I got you. And he let us in. So, you know what I'm saying? But 
That was the I think that that was the first strip club I ever went to. Was was Wiggles with Falco. It was me, Falco. Uh, you know it's crazy. My god, uh, my niece's godmother's my, my niece's god's my, my niece's godmother's cousin was the guy, other guy who had to pull <laughs> his pants up, Paul, and then my boy Mike. I think Wiggles was the last strip club I ever went to. <laughs> so my my first strip club experience and i'll take a moment to say this story i was and it's it's really dark and you know it's sad that it's dark but it was like enlightening at the same time so i'll share this but i was in miss wade's class and somebody came to the door and said my mom was downstairs in the dean's office waiting for me and it had to do with my dad i remember miss wade's class was on the sixth floor yeah but she taught health so i'm on the sixth floor and you know what's the fucked up part that used to be where they taught music <laughs> no yeah m- m- yeah had, yeah, yeah. I, I, like mr shit. like ramsey or some shit oh, like that God. yeah, it, it, yeah he, he was like a rock star that never made it no, he was fantastic, but he was a hippie yeah. that they let in Bushwick. <laughs> it's like he was ready to spark his own joints. Yeah, probably did. We just didn't know. Somebody's school was probably supplied. So I, 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 I'm in class, and somebody comes to the door and they say that my mom's downstairs, and it. It's an emergency that has to do with my dad. So being on the sixth floor and all this shit that you have to access is on on the first floor. I'm walking down the stairs. I'm walking down the stairs, basically assuming that when I get downstairs, they're going to tell me my dad's dead. So my hands are shaking. When I get there, my mom tells me, your dad's in a coma, and you need to leave right now. So, around this time that I went to Atlantic City where he was in Atlantic Care Hospital, he checked himself in, but they just, I mean, he, he checked, he probably checked himself in at the 11th hour, because... Once they hooked him up, all these machines started pumping all of, you know, the decades of cigarette smoke and drug abuse and all that shit out of his lungs. They had some shit next to him where it was just like a bucket that all this shit was going into. So when I they kind of prepped me to see my dad. And I I remember I was there and they said. Your dad is alive, but he doesn't look like it. So just keep that in mind that he's alive. Don't don't let it affect you too much. And then I I went in the room and I saw that and I saw him and he had tubes everywhere just 
and his body was just like you guys don't see it on camera because there's no cameras here but so you see what i'm saying his fucking hands it was the scariest shit i ever seen in my life and we prayed you know i'm not that religious of a person but we fucking we prayed And right around that time, my brother just got some lawsuit money. I don't know what the fuck it was. And there was a strip club three blocks away from the hospital. It's called Bear Exposure. To tell you how cheap this place was, I got into this strip club. While you were in high school. With my high school ID. With my high school ID. Good old Bushwick Tigers. <laughs> and brother, water bottles, $8. A drink, I, I wasn't even drinking at the time. I thought drinking was disgusting. That's how green I was. <sighs> I remember those days. Oh, I never smoked, never drank. I was just oh, pure yo, rock and honestly, roll. Before you, before you even go on, I don't mean to cut you off. I had my first drink with Nook. I had my first drink ever with Nook. Like hard alcohol I had with Nook. I had mines with VJ hmm. at Gonzalez Gonzalez. What the hell is that? I don't know if it still exists, but it was like downtown oh, yeah. Soho. I was working at Frito-Lay. So you were like 20? So I was around... No, I was 21. You was already 21? Shit. I was 21... I was making. You didn't have a drink before twenty one. I had like beer, but nigga, I was buying six but packs that, from that the day, store at eighteen. But but, but but that day at Gonzalez Gonzalez, <clears throat> the first time you had hard alcohol. I Gonzalez Gonzalez had these drinks that were served in a boot cup, and the boot cup was at least a foot big, and it, it's, a it's fucking like what they called. They like called the foot. For the beer, and I had Long Island iced tea. I was, I mean, my job at the time was driving trucks, so I was very like limited in what I did, especially the hours that I was like a lot of shits coming out now about Frito Lay and the workers and all that shit and the abuse. But people didn't realize that, you know, I'm waking up at three in the morning to be there at four in the morning to have a truck ready by seven in the morning so that I can hopefully get home by six in the evening. And then people be like, oh, well, I'm making 1500 a week. Like, what the fuck is 1500 a week? <laughs> what is that? I mean, back then, something. You kind of make me feel like, bad because that's what I'm gonna be making. You know, it's about what I'm back now. I'm back. Yeah, but you didn't hours. have to wake up at three in the morning to be there at four in the morning to hopefully start working by seven in the morning to hopefully go home by six in the evening. You didn't have to do any of that shit. Your job is clear cut. Fair enough. That is very. That's your job. The, what you do. My job description what, is written in plain. But what ink. you do requires skill. So you your job position can't abuse people who want to do those things. That's not like some internet marketing shit where anybody can get into. You can't just get into that shit. I can't get into that shit. 
bro, I had a taste of just uh, uh, retail security. retail security, and that had me losing my mind. That had me losing my mind. We were we were talking. You know, it's crazy. We were talking about that shit the other day, man. One of the dudes at work. And he was like, what's going on, man? I was like, yo, one of my homies used to work. I told him one of my homies did that shit. And I was like, he, I was like, I think that's the worst shit to do, man. I was like, that mind-numbing stand there. And I was like, yo, he's like, and you know, Walking it's the wild. in circles. The wildest shit is like there's people that do like to work at those type of spots and do that. Just to be around that and say, oh, I work here. I do that. Nah, dog. Like, I work at Balenciaga. I work at Louis Vuitton. Yeah, man. It's like, are you kidding? Bro, there was this, but uh, the Balenciaga in Soho had tiles, and the tiles were color coded. And this was during a time where I had the Jewish millionaire and the Italian millionaire both telling me that they wanted me to run their TV network, and I was dealing with some motherfucker that called himself the Pope. It's like, bro, like, uh, there was so much shit going on in that time. You know what's crazy? Yeah, I told you I was going to finish my sandwich you were saying because I totally lost my train of thought. I I was walking those tiles every day, 300 times a day. I would just go in circles. And because I'm security, you're not supposed to be on the phone. You're not supposed to. So... I'm dealing with these guys who are trying to, like, you know, talk to me about the deal. But I have to, like, push down on my chest where my phone is so that I can record a voice note that's going to translate into the text so that I can reply to their text. So if you get the security footage of Balenciaga, let's say, you know, four or five years ago, I, I don't even know how long it's been. Yeah, your mic's all over the place. Keep it in front of your mouth. Longer than that shit. Because that shit was before Perfect Storm. So it had to be like probably like six years ago. Seven years ago. You're going to see me poking my own chest, bro. Look at you being a producer. Do you, you remember what you used to always tell me? I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing your wavelengths do it. But I, I like it. I, uh, I see what you was, what you saw back then, but for understand what you said, I don't want to destroy your thought. I just wanted to, you know, not have to say it. I just wanted to, you know, lift your mic up. I just want to say that I've I've had shitty jobs that have made me do things that you know were against my own ego. I've never had to do shit that you've had to do. You know what though? I, I tell I've you this. I've never had to do shit. That, the worst. I've never. You you've never gone to my job and seen me throw somebody. You know what? To the fact that you know their feet looks like they're fucking <laughs> like Fresh Prince. Uh, <laughs> what his boy's name is just getting tossed out by Uncle Phil. Jazzy Jeff. Like Jazzy Jeff getting tossed out. I saw that shit. Yeah, you did witness that happen. Uh, but you know what's the craziest shit? What I was gonna say, man, is you, what you said about like how you, you when you did that when it was mind numbing, when uh at least there where you were at there like it wasn't I wasn't at a fixed post like I could walk around do what I wanted. Uh, I was just like in the in the location. I wasn't in one fixed area in that location. 
when uh when I was working at the college bars uh down in the LES and with that company that had all the college like had all the other uh, chains of bars uh like they like you were just standing in one spot for your entire time man and it was like you like that was one of the things I hated about that the worst that's how like, it was at Louis like it's like there's nothing worse than being oh this is just, that's your post stand there don't move twelve hours. What if I got a pee? Ask first. Re- re- request backup. Request re- request relief. And I think one of the craziest things to me was the fact that you couldn't. You, you had to have your hands in a certain way. I got yo. I got fired, like, motherfucker. All right, so there's two two, two reasons why I got fired. You, the, the, two reasons I got that fired. That hand shit blew my mind. So bro. two reasons I got fired from those fucking cocksuckers. And uh, fuck them all, man. I'd say their names, but I'm not gonna give them the uh, glory. But if you've ever been, uh, if you've been to the Lower East Side, around uh, you know, I'm not even gonna say the corners. That's a dick move. That's still a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only one right there on the corner. But uh, you know, the, the people know we were. You know, it's fucked up. How many guys that I worked with there or worked there that left there and work with me now or started there and are with us now through people that came on like that we brought on or brought over and just yo like this the vibe this the move and like yo it's so bad that motherfucker called my brother and said hey man uh you, you, uh like in during the middle of the pandemic like hey yo you know anybody might want to work you want to work uh you know because niggas ain't have most of this guy bars reopening like who wants to work there who wants to do this shit for like what y'all paying what niggas gotta go through but um I was fired for two reasons. One of them, I've, I've told the story before. Um, I hadn't had to clock in at a job for a very long time. I would just, this is your time you're here. You see someone, you see someone when you get there or text me when you're there. So I texted my boss. I even call him from the, you know, the location so he could even see. Like, I'm not calling from my cell phone. Pick up the landline down at the front desk. Call him, yo, I'm in the building. Drop it and then go about my day. You know what I'm saying? That was clocking in, you know, when I worked. On 42nd Street. So I started working these new fuckers. And I actually had a, a an employee code. And had to go to a machine and punch in. It's like, guys, you have to remember. Like, I worked from the time I was 19 until about fucking. Until from the time I was 19 to 25, I didn't have to clock in. I didn't really clock in on the machine. I called someone and clocked in. Like, you have to give me a Every time I told them, like, I was in the building. And I told them, yo, I forgot to clock in on time. Like. Like, I forgot to, not even on time. I just completely forgot to clock in. Like, I'll eat that. Like, I've been standing here for, like, 40 minutes before I realized that's my own fault. But just put in the notes that I was here. Like, I told the manager that. He's like, yeah, I got you. I got you. I'll, let, I'll make sure they know. And, like, I, I told when Nick called you, like, yeah, you've been late every, and here's the shit. You're never, ever supposed to be late when you work for this fucker. Like, never. Like, how how people say, I don't want you in the, if your shift starts at 7 o'clock, I don't want you in the building at 7 o'clock. I want you on the floor working at 7 o'clock. Like, he was like that. He's like, I'm, I'm respect you. Like, I'm just getting back out. And this nigga said, I was late every day for like two and a half months. And I was like, you don't find that kind of peculiar? Like, you never got a call? Where's this guy at? That doesn't seem, so me, that me, seem me, funny me, to you? Let me, let me ask you this. There's this one situation that I dealt with where I was working in a hotel. Um, in the engineering department. But I was more tech. So I was the one that was receiving the complaints from everybody and then like assigning 
engineers to go solve those complaints. So a lot of my time was just in front of a computer. And I remember I, I answered this call one day. And I told the person on the phone, I said, I'm going to send one of my guys there to you right now. And somebody stopped me. They, like, grabbed me. They said, don't ever call these people your guys. And I said, oh, I mean, I'm just the engineering director right now, and I'm just going to send an engineer, but under, like, tell me what you're talking about. And they took so much offense to me saying, my guys, that I couldn't even address them on a personal level because you're dealing with people who are already upset about what they are. Wait, what? They were, wait, who was upset that they said that? Who told you that? A manager? One of them? Who was the person who said that to begin with, not to address the people you were working with? So like, let me just ask you this. In that position you were in that day, would you have considered that a supervisor manager role for that day? I I, I want, I think that, and I, you know this was a long time ago, but I want to say that the person that said that to me was like, the senior engineer so he's the one who everyone else looks up to in their position and he was kind of he gave me a jewel but it was hard for me to understand what he was saying at the time because it, it to me i was just i don't i didn't I, even I think about it. that why you say my i don't i don't guess the be for calling them my guys like it's like if it, listen, I mean, I one of the guys. I think I mean, he, I'll, I mean, I'll I'll send someone over now if that makes you feel better. I'll send one of these guys over now. I'll send one of these guys there right now. But they, I th- I think to to them it was the fact that I said my guys, and the fact that I was so young, and my brother worked in the hotel, and everybody knew that, and all these people were just inherently like my brother yeah i don't think people giving my brother enough credit when we were in that hotel together like he wrote a jingle for the hotel (laughs) like my brother was doing performances for corporate executives and he had zero like performance you know experience he was just going in there he was fearless he was writing these songs he was putting himself in a position politically that made people hate him and me. Listen, you have to. It's one of the things, man. If you listen, one of the things is like in Forty Eight Laws of Power and Thirty Strategies of War. You have to know if you you open yourself up to that much exposure. You know, you have to take what comes with it. Um, if they were offended by it, you know, they didn't like it. Say a term you want me to use. That's I'll I'll send someone from the engineering department up now. I'll I'll, I'll be sure someone from the engineering uh, team gets to you immediately. 
I'll make sure that someone from uh, the engineering group gets what, whatever's going to make you feel better. If saying my guys is the person that's sitting here on dispatch trying to make sure you guys aren't getting butt fucked on your calls offends you saying my guys, I won't say my guys again. I've no, I've honestly never and dealt with that. That's what I did. I was, I've honestly never dealt with that. When I when I was when I when I hurt my back, I was already supervised at at on Forty Second Street for about two and a half three years. I was already supervising, and me and my dad were splitting the duty. Uh, he was handling dealing with the fucktards, and I was dealing with the issues like security issues, um, and. It worked. We had it. We I felt like when we were the supervisors, we had a good split of shit. But there was a t- there was some like I was the youngest one on the team. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. I was the youngest one on the security team, and like there were times when I ran it, and there was there was no there was no, I never really had that problem with people. There, there were a couple people who you know did you know were just little wanna be robocops that nobody liked or respected, and it's like I told, like we told you that like like that did real simp shit. You ever see somebody be a simp for a job? You love that word. You ever see somebody simp for a job? All the time. Yo, dog. So, I love it. It's so stupid jobs, too. Like. Oh, oh, we're all making the same thing? <laughs> Yo, so, all right, so dig it. Uh, when I was down there on 40 seconds, you, you know the times I had to be in. Like, I was usually work, I work 7 to 2, 6 to 2, depending on the day. Uh, it was a. Uh, what does it? it was? A, it was a Saturday. I was in at seven. We had a fifteen-minute grace period to get there from our start time before we were considered late. Like not like it'd be. They they tried to be on the floor bullshit, but they wanted us just in the building to have a radio on, pay attention because they they knew. And we got paid flat seven to two. We didn't get paid if y'all kept the kitchen open an hour later. We didn't get paid. For when y'all fucking wanted to give people food later, when y'all wouldn't let us clear the bar out on time after we closed, seven to two, that's it. No matter what time, when I left two forty, two fifty, three a.m., didn't matter. Seven to two, I got paid. So you give me a fifteen minute grace period, then I don't got to be there till seven fifteen. And even then, if I'm ten minutes late, I'm ten minutes late. They wouldn't. Yeah, I really that was that was where I really started. You know, when people were saying I wouldn't be on time or anything, I started doing bad habits with being time places, being places timely because I had bad habits getting to work on time, and I didn't give a shit. And then, like I like they would always argue, oh, you know, it's because of business, this, that, and third. I right, but you should pay me. I'm an independent contract. I should do my time as a business. Yeah, but but that know, it goes back to. But hold on, I want, it, I want to tell you what this sucker did real fast. He would keep a list. He would he would hide out. Yo, yo, you remember how the old spot was? You could see coming in the front door from inside. This fucking cocksucker would hide out, and then have a little list and write the times we came in, and then give them to our boss. And here's the shit too. Like I like I saw him that day. He kept coming in the back, poking his head back, poking his head back. And my boss was like, "Yo, you didn't get to work till 7:40." I was like, bro, like I called you from downstairs. You saw what time it was. He's like, "What time were you on the floor?" I was like. Maybe about seven forty. Like you're supposed to be to work soon. I was like, yo, nah. I was like, I'm not, I'm not, not, not having this argument all the time. It's like they don't pay us. They want to. It's like I don't give a fuck. And he's like, what are you gonna do? About it? I was like, what, what's gonna happen about it? They're not gonna pay us. And he's like, oh. And then I, and then I told him, I was like, yo, you a fucking sucker. Like I told everybody, I was like, yo, fucking. Thing. He's like, nah. Look, I got the paper right here. I didn't, I didn't write that. I'm like motherfucker, you had a pencil and we could see where you erased it. Like just get over it. Like you, like you, like you. I've dealt with true, true fucking suckers. For fucking for for fucking jobs that they didn't even get 
You know, I. It's weird because. There's things that I do. That. I know you can't do. I know a lot of people can't do. Like, go on stage and start singing and shit like that. For some reason, I'm able to do those things. And then I go back and I, I look at the people around me that especially influence me on a daily basis and, and uh, are so involved in, you know, just me as a person that I have to pay attention to what they're doing. And there's things that you do that I can't do, bro. I can't do it. And I try, and there's been times that I've tried to keep up with you, especially when we talk about sports. Whenever you start talking about sports, you become someone else. Sports is a lifelong love, man. You, you, you become... <laughs> An ESPN caliber reporter. And you start going down all of these things. And I'm not the only person that sees that shit. We've dealt with people, you know who I'm talking about, who have seen that shit and wanted to take advantage of that shit. Except they didn't put in their work to assist that seed in growing what they did was they just said "Ah, if you show up then we could talk about it or you could pay me i'm not gonna say names but when the fuck you know who i'm talking about actually i I thought i I had had a real clear image until the pay me part to show up and pay me i I thought i had a real clear view we, we we're in a different time like what what, what this nigga said we're in the end game now it's like we're in the end game now now all of that shit that we did by just talking to each other that made people fall in love with us the people who were directly involved in trying to capitalize on that now they're demanding a return but they're not saying it. And that's the worst part of this. Is that instead of just saying, listen, guys, I seen what you guys can do. You guys are awesome at what you do. Let's figure this out. Now it's this cat and mouse game. Like I told you, like there, there were a lot of there's a lot of things that when I now, now that I know who you're talking about and not who I originally thought you were talking about. Um well, we sit with that, man. I told you, like it's a that that's gonna be a, a situation that we all have to work on to figure out, man. I'm there's no like I don't, but, I don't feel uh, bad about th- it. That's like, the I I think like that's I you, the but that's that. the differentiator between me and between how I'm perceiving it and how you're perceiving it is that I don't feel as though I need to work that out. I, I don't feel as though I need to work a motherfucking thing out. See, that's the thing. With I, me. Like, I feel, I, I feel like that was I just need to keep you, doing what I'm doing. There was also like where you did certain different things with, you know, with over there. I didn't. That things that went on that I wasn't involved in, and you were right. There was part of a relationship soured there that had nothing to do with me. 
that I never learned about till far after. And I told you, had you have let me know that we could have addressed that as a team and solved that, and you would have had no. But I, I did tell you about that. Not and till far. I did. did far, I, I told you about it. Not, not, I, I didn't tell you about it after the fact. I told you as it was happening. But, but you, you, you were extent, so enamored. No, you didn't tell listen, me the extent listen, to what listen. it was. No, you when were you enamored told, with when you the presentation. Told me of every it. no, when you told me everything that went on with everything. Bro, after, I told you everything after the fact. No, you told me some. You said y'all. You I told you what you was didn't happening. Tell me how bad it got. I when, told you what we, was happening. No, 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 no. You told me what was happening. You didn't say how long, how prolonged it was, and how bad it had gotten to that point. Bro, that was you the only thing I was telling you. No, you just said because it wasn't had, an issue until it became prolonged. See, but that's the thing. When it became, but by that time you're not telling me how long prolonged is dragged out. But when you told me that, I'm thinking it's only. Right, I'm thinking like maybe two, three weeks. Not two. You should get it. When you told me, you, you didn't tell me that until after that. Until after that, when other things were going on, and you know that, I'm telling you, you told me there were issues going on, and I kept telling you, just want you, or if you, and I tell you, I tell you time, like you just times you have I told to be you a bunch you, of times that what I was the, getting jerked, and. We were in a situation where I had to internalize that because we were given a certain amount of platform. So we thought we were going into this space that people could easily get charged a lot of money to get access to. But we were having exclusive access to it. And... It was personal for me because I, I had to do a lot of behind the scenes shit to secure that, and I didn't understand. I I didn't expect you to understand you, what I was every, dealing with. Everything but that it happened, didn't, it didn't really, listen. it didn't really become a factor until I started calling things out. When I started calling things out, is when it became that weird thing that happened. Listen. But here's the thing, and that's when that just, happens, it's just listen, what happens. Like, but when that happened, you told me how that played out after that fact. But it's like you hadn't told me. You told me, and you just this, this, and once again, your perception and what, from what I'm telling you, the way you perceive things are two different things. I'm telling you what you told me, and the way I thought it was a short thing. When you didn't tell me it was prolonged and dragged out until after the situation had been resolved, and why you didn't want to deal with them again, and you didn't want to go back again, or you know, broach the subject again. Is when I found out how long and far dragged out that situation had gotten. But, it, but, but I it's didn't. Not, but listen, I didn't know that, and I told you. Had you had told but me, I feel but like I you're making you, a mistake. You told, no, but you you also told me. Listen, I, listen, I feel listen, like you're no, making a mistake, on. and but I, I'm going to tell I, you right I, now. I need to you just correct me, one thing. On. That I need to go ahead. I need to correct one thing. It's not never that I don't want to work with X, Y, and Z again. It's my only dog in this fight is that you know what i'm fighting with and fighting for at any given moment because a lot of times because of you know my obsession with this industry people are so enamored with my ideas and all these things that they'll accept everything but then they'll just uh, use me and abuse me and these are situations that I find myself in a lot. And I, I'm, I'm growing to understand my, what my job is here in this life, who I'm here to support, 
who supports the fuck out of me and i have no issues with those things but the only thing that i want is for the people around me to understand what it is that i have to deal with in order to get these things off because a lot of people will come around and they'll say anything they'll tell you anything but they want to tell me something separate and it's it's fucking exhausting bro it's exhausting and i love you i love my family i i I love my friends so i'm always gonna do whatever people ask of me if it means benefiting everybody that i love but then there's been a lot of people who've tried to take advantage of that shit and those are the people that i try to protect myself from those are the people i try to protect my crew from so it's a hard pill to realize that you know somebody who's so wholesome and so giving in front of your face might not really be i i, I told you we, we already know how the situation in the last year two years and a half has changed for that in that dynamic bro. so like i told you when financials became an issue i me and him had that talk and i told him bro if anything we need to bring it here has to be paid for i told him i have no i have the income to pay for right now and i said like, i'll tell you right now to his face i told him you put up more time and put like brought out more equipment than you need to to try to help us launch something we me and him had that discussion when we were trying to do zone knows he told me he's like yo i'll be here on your time he told me i'll do a six episode pilot with you to try to figure it out launching everything and the fucking going back to work a lot sooner than I should have. And even we were supposed to figure out, I just haven't gotten to go back over there because I'm going right back into that crazy work schedule. I haven't gotten a chance to go over there and, uh, and chop it up with him. But honestly. But I just don't. I, I just. I do not feel comfortable being in a situation where we're getting X, Y, and Z based on pushing a political agenda. And that's what i constantly see is that the minute that somebody feels that they have some sort of pull the minute that somebody you know oh my god they're so talented these guys can do anything let's let's get them in x oh my god they love us so much and then it becomes can you push our agenda what if my agenda don't match with your agenda bro me and you we are but and roach our agendas barely match each other sometimes nigga. like you say red deb redemption i say gta like it, it's it's always gonna be a differentiator but you haven't played red dead so you i have what? you you downloaded too i have i'm gonna tell but you right now i like no. driving cars no. more than I like i'm gonna tell horses. you right now that shit is extremely slow in the beginning give it well you're still in the snow aren't you did you make it out of snow yet Nope, I already know you didn't. I already know you didn't. And you know how I know you didn't? Because there's a real dope shootout about three missions in. Maybe four. Your first one. And it's big. It's just different speeds. It's different speeds. Right, but the thing is, too, you ride, all right, riding the horse. You, all right, see, when you're driving in, uh, when you're driving the cars in GTA, we're, we're, we're on something else now. Uh, when you're driving the cars in GTA, the dialogue just happens because you're driving, you're going at speed. And this, you're riding the horses, the dialogue doesn't go as fast. And it's also longer drawn out. And you can pick who you're talking to. You can pick and ask questions and stuff. And it all matters to the game. Rockstar, 
everybody complaining about GTA, uh, this is too slow, and how long that took. We're not getting GTA. And people keep bringing it up. First off is, did you see the leaks coming out? And every oh, every major publication is running with it. Like, there's supposed to be a major announcement coming for, uh, that's supposed to come out in the fall. Uh, a trilogy of, of, uh, of titles being remastered that were open world by Rockstar. And a couple of other games, and you know, obviously, what the trilogy is: three Vice City and San Andreas, uh, being remastered. And they're saying, I think, uh, Bully is being remastered. Uh, but I was gonna say Bully. Rockstar has a very like like they they believe in a narrative, and I'm gonna tell you right now. You know, I wouldn't easily throw around the greatest game I ever played. That is the greatest game. You give that game time, that shit speeds the fuck up. And when you get into some of those quick draw moments, you're going to be mad because of how fast it is. I promise you. I promise you. That game is Rockstar at its fucking finest. And that's why I am totally okay if I have to wait three years for GTA 6. Because as great as have you how far are you in GTA 5 story mode? I started going online and See? just going, going off a tangent. See? See, you gotta, you're missing the, the online aspect is a big aspect. But GTA, they do that because they know but they're gonna all keep. I'm just, and I'm Brenna, all she's doing, like she'll she'll switch back and forth between story mode and online mode. But her online mode is so intricate that it's like holy shit! Like I didn't even know. Like every time I see a mission that she's doing, I'm thinking to myself. There was like a small team of developers that just thought of this, and they 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 were like a breadcrumb, in in the grand scheme of fucking Grand Theft Auto, but goddamn, these motherfuckers is doing all these different crazy ass missions, and you still it's, being a producer, I love it. Nah, your shit's low, and then you're not talking low, but your shit like your bars are coming up super duper low. That's why I keep telling you move it closer. Like you, there you know, with this mic, yeah, you're doing what like I do, but I have a louder voice. So when I move it down here, like it still picks up. But you don't, your voice doesn't project this. Well, my my, I mean, they they in a cab right now, coming yeah. home. So I know we're about let, to wrap up. Let, let's I get our final thoughts. I wanted to be home two hours ago. Like my night was supposed to be done by now. Listen, let's get our final thoughts. Listen, this shit went all off the rails, all over the place. That's what it's gonna be called. The other one was started here, started here, and did somewhere else. And this one's going to be off the rails all over the place. That's it. This shit, there was a lot touched on, a lot discussed. Uh, when it came to that last situation before we were talking about you prefer GTF for Red Dead. Made by the same developer, both world-renowned titles. One is a greater narrative. One is a cash ticket. That's it. Yeah, those but, are the difference. Uh, that those are the differences between GTA Five and that. One is a faster to with a great narrative. One is a longer drawn out narrative that spans. I mean, the Wild West. Uh, you know, an island that's supposed to be Cuba. You know, it's pretty dope. I'm telling you, bro. That's so. I'll, I'll say this. And I think it's going to bring it around full circle for this podcast. Because we did cover a lot this podcast. You. I've always considered myself like a Lex Luthor. It's like I'm 
I'm just a guy you, you, with a big brain and a lot of time to think. And you're Superman. You go out there. You, you're like my brother. You are my brother. You go out and you you put yourself in situations that I go out of my way to avoid. And and that's your job because you're you 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 do that. I mean good good good. I don't want to yeah, you, you were at the end, but you like you're picking I, I keep it. waving the shit around like I it's know, a you, you're doing what I used to do all the time. You used to get on me, but I'd be talking like this. Moving around doing <laughs> that shit. You, you get on me all the time. Like, like I said, we come around full circle. Come around full circle. We switch spots. I'm the one doing this now. How's it supposed to happen? But let, let me finish my thought. Let yeah, me finish my thought. I, I'm always impressed by you. I appreciate that. I'm always impressed by you, brother. And you make my life better. And I I have dreams about one day you needing your own security detail because of how famous you are. And I appreciate that. And, and it makes me want to do this with you because I really do want to see that day. I'm never going to forget how passionate you were the day that we went to go see uh, Glyphics at Highline. And you saw dickhead security being dickheads. And you reacted. And I reacted to you because I didn't know what dickhead security looked like up until that point. And they treated us like shit that night. They treated you they, know, they they made us feel you like know garbage. What it was, but that that's the reason they're not even open anymore. Highline ballrooms not even open. They don't exist anymore. Um, and, and you know it's because because you have shit like that. Shit like that trickles down, man. That team gets into it. Yeah, that company gets in trouble, but you employed them. Yes, still, if you contracted them out, you're still liable because you, you had them there. So that's one of the things people don't realize in doing this shit, some of the shit we do, man. Um, I appreciate that you notice the things I do. I go through my work shit, nigga. And you know I notice and appreciate everything that you do, nigga, for the company. I see everything, nigga. It's not easy, bro. It's not an easy grind. It's not easy to do what we do to try to make, you know, what we want to make happen. It's a... Uh, like I said, just then a slow grind, man. There's the best way to describe it. It's a slow grind, man. It's not every everyone is not built to do this shit. Everyone isn't not built to uh to have everything they think's gonna pop. Not to have everything they think is gonna be the one, you know, get them up but not over. You know what I'm saying? Everyone doesn't have it in them to keep digging. Like that meme we always discuss where the dude, they're both digging for gold and the one guy turns back like, fuck this. And the other guy's one one strike from breaking in and bringing all of like the, his level above him and getting what's underneath where he's at. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, like it's I said, the time, you just got to plug crazy. away and keep the faith, man. It's foundation. It's a foundation. And it's just knowing this shit ain't easy, man. This shit don't come overnight, man. There's no, like, I, we, we had this discussion a few times. I said it a lot of times. 
uh recently there's no cut and dry copy and paste no cookie cutter way of doing this man you just you get you gotta like do imagine it. just imagine for a second fuck all this other shit imagine we put some shit out that goes viral today and it goes viral and then people realize holy shit these motherfuckers got so much shit already out that's what people want that's that, that's exactly if you what, go uh, viral and then you just like oh my god what am i gonna do next bro if we go viral today we're going on vacation i'm thinking about doing the next thing they need to catch up we went viral We'll go on vacation, and while they're catching up, we'll start the next thing. And it's like we'll finish, be on vacation be with a little laptop, a couple of USB mics, doing fucking uh, podcasts on, in a beach somewhere while everybody's trying to, like, oh, my God, what am I going to do next? Like, fuck you. I honestly, still, the way we talked about always, I still want an actual network of you know other shows underneath the, the umbrella. That's still something I think about, man. I still think about us having from some of those acts we had, like a Bud and Roach like compilation album from some of the best acts we had. But I know the royalties and all that shit around that shit makes that shit kind of hard. But if we maybe give it all up to charity, would people be open to it? You know what I'm saying? So just give, 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 give the people us? your final thoughts. Yo, my final thoughts are just you already know who the fuck to follow us, man. Uh, You already know, man. Uh, You know. You 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 sitting here tuned in with us, man. You listened to this whole one. You heard us go all the way over the place, all this shit. We went uh, what we say? This one is completely off the rails, man. All over the place. Yeah, this, this is all com- over the place. Completely off the rails. And uh, you know, you already know where to follow me at Mister Underscore Zotella. You can follow me at I'm King Roach. You can follow us both at Button Roach. And don't forget to tune into the live twenty four seven stream on YouTube. Early. <laughs> Cause we do the fucking yurt. yurt.